Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle, and you're listening to Snug Wrestling. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. That's right. You are tuned into Snug Wrestling, where it's wrestling all day, every day. And now here is your host, Edgar Avila. I can't remember the last time I was this excited for a Monday Night Raw because Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso had to name their fifth member that was going to join them for War Games this weekend. And I actually thought for a second, I almost wanted to believe that we were going to see CM Punk come back and be named as the fifth member for the War Games, but it wasn't. It was actually Randy Orton, and I'm not going to lie i was a little sad that it wasn't cm punk but i was still kind of happy that we get to see randy orton come back at survivor series in chicago this weekend what's up folks what is going on welcome back to snug wrestling with me your host my name is edgar the last monday night raw before war games just took place and we're gonna go over all the dirty details about that monday night raw on this episode of snug wrestling so let's get into it really quick monday Monday Night Raw, Grand Rapids, Michigan, let's go. Drew McIntyre opens up the show and is cutting a heel promo on Jay Uso and gets You Suck chants from the crowd. And it seemed like Drew McIntyre took in all of this heat from the crowd and fired back because Drew McIntyre's promo was so good. Even I got behind Drew McIntyre and I was convinced. I was like, you know what? He's right. Jay Uso, fuck that guy. Everything that Drew McIntyre was saying about Jay Uso was somewhat true and it kind of reminded everyone and it painted Jay Uso in a bad light like hey don't forget all of the shit that Jay Uso has done to people. Drew McIntyre also said that he is not joining the Judgment Day that the reason he did what he did is to get revenge for everything that the bloodline has done to Drew McIntyre over the years but then Jay Uso's music hits it's just me ooze and then I remembered you know what this guy Jay he's all right. Jay Uso's said he was about to give drew mcintyre a yeet down and all of the judgment day showed up to back up drew mcintyre then all of the rest of the competitors of the war games match show up and adam pierce hits the ring before the guys have their weekly brawl that always takes place on monday night raw and says you four baby faces you guys need a fifth member and you guys need to pick someone out by tonight and you guys also have to pick one guy from each team for the singles match to determine the advantage for war games so again adam pierce laying down the law putting his foot down and like a true general manager calling the shots the judgment day they have a backstage segment damien priest as the leader of the war games crew wants to be in the advantage match but rhea ripley says that this is something that needs to be discussed with the entire group including drew mcintyre the one that just recently joined their war games group but drew mcintyre he is nowhere to be seen the first opening matches raquel rodriguez versus nia Jax. two powerhouses going one-on-one raquel managed to get the people behind her there's a couple times where raquel hulked up and almost picked up the much bigger nia Jax, and the people were on their feet cheering on raquel rodriguez but nia Jax overpowered raquel and nia got the win and this match i think deserves a a 
rematch. I think Raquel Rodriguez should get another shot at Nia Jax to get some redemption. And after the reaction that this match was getting from the live audience, I think a lot of people would be interested to see a match number two with Nia Jax and Raquel Rodriguez. The Judgment Day, once again, they're backstage and Drew has joined the Judgment Day in their clubhouse. Not in their faction, but Drew finally showed up and they're planning on who is going to be the one to go into the advantage match. Damien Priest, as a leader, is going to give Drew McIntyre a chance to show his worth and get the advantage for the Judgment Day. So Drew McIntyre, for the heel side of the War Games match, has been selected for the advantage match. Then on the other side, the opponents of the Judgment Day, Seth, Jay, Cody, and Sami Zayn. Jay wants Drew McIntyre, so Jay Uso wants to be the one for his team to go into the advantage match. And it's decided Jay Uso is going to be the one to try to get the advantage for his team. But Cody Rhodes says he has someone in mind to be the fifth member. Whoever it is, they got to figure that out quick by the end of the night. And man, by this point, I'm hoping, I'm praying that he, Cody Rhodes, the guy that he is talking about, CM Punk. Lee versus Becky Lynch. Lyra Valkyrie, the NXT Women's Champion, is in the front row because Lee has a title shot on NXT and Wrestling Logic will tell us when someone is about to have a championship match, they almost always win their matches leading up to that title match. But Lee is going up against the man. The night before Lee has a title shot, I don't think Becky Lynch is the type to do a job as a tune-up match and we have ourselves a unpredictable match in our hands. Those are the best matches in my opinion. Lee hits her spinning kick on Becky Lynch that has taken out a lot of Lee's competitors in the past. Lee has won matches by knockout with that spinning kick that she gave Becky Lynch, but I should have known because Becky Lynch won with the manhandle slam, and then the damage control show up on Monday Night Raw from SmackDown, and also Becky's teammates also from SmackDown all show up on Monday Night Raw, and the first brawl we get on Monday Night Raw is not by the Judgment Day. What the hell? Is this even Monday Night Raw? We had an opening segment. The Judgment Day did not get involved in the brawl. What is even going on here? The Imperium, they're backstage. Ludwig and Vinci have a heated argument because of what happened the week before where Vinci helped Ludwig Kaiser get the win and Vinci got all of the credit from the Intercontinental Champion Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser was not happy about that. This time Ludwig tells Vinci to stay his little happy ass backstage during Ludwig's match because he's going to be facing Johnny Gargano. Ludwig Kaiser and Johnny Gargano for the 87th time this year it seems like Ludwig is facing Gargano in a one-on-one match. Ludwig did his Imperium entrance alone and that was a really odd image to see because Ludwig he's never alone. He's always with either Vinci or Vinci and Gunther. I like Ludwig Kaiser but why are we having this match again? These guys are in a tag team. They should be having tag team matches. Where is Jinder Mahal and his two goons? Where is the Monday Night Raw tag team division? On Friday Night Smackdown last week, the Street Profits won a three-way tag team match for the number one contenders for the Judgment Day's undisputed tag team championships. What is Monday Night Raw doing with their tag team division? Having singles matches? Vinci shows up after 
after all and causes Ludwig Kaiser to lose the match and Vinci did not seem too upset to see his tag team partner get beat by Johnny Gargano he was actually kind of smirking a little bit was actually smiling at the fact that Ludwig Kaiser got beat and was throwing a tantrum after the match and speaking of the tag team division not the men's division but the women's tag team division they're all in a goofy backstage segment with Adam Pierce where Adam Pierce announces a fatal four-way tag team match for the number one contenders for the women's tag team belts it seems like there's more women's tag teams on Monday Night Raw than men's tag teams and Monday Night Raw is pushing the women's tag team division Zoe Starks crashes the Judgment Day clubhouse and reminds Rhea Ripley with all of the shit that Rhea Ripley is dealing with around Drew McIntyre Damian Priest the Judgment Day the War Games don't you forget that you have a title shot at Survivor Series Rhea and honestly I did completely forget about that thanks for the reminder Zoe Starks I will make a note of that because we are going to be seeing Zoe Starks versus Rhea Ripley at Survivor Series the four-way women's tag team match Maxine and Ivy Nile were just at the right place at the right time during the meltdown that Adam Pearce was having backstage and they were just put together in a tag team out of nowhere just like that Maxine because of the Alpha Academy rub is the most over out of all eight of these women in this match and Maxine and Ivy Nile are the favorites to win this one Chelsea Green is on commentary and kept calling Michael Cole Matthew which I thought was hilarious because I'm pretty sure that's her husband's name Matthew Cardona or Matt Cardona Maxine was doing some nice wrestling sequences and gave out a couple slams until she did the caterpillar and that completely threw me out of the match and now I just want to see Maxine and Ivy Nile lose after that thankfully Tia Knox and Natalia picked up the win tough luck for Maxine and Ivy Nile next time skip the goofy spots skip the comedy routines like the caterpillar and all that goofiness and just stick to wrestling Maxine the Imperium once again are backstage Ludwig Kaiser and Vinci continue the heated arguments and Vinci continues to make Ludwig Kaiser look bad in front of the ring general Gunther thankfully someone answers all of my questions about the tag team division because backstage was the men's tag team division all of the teams the heels included Indusheer, the Creed Brothers, Imperium, the New Day. Everyone was in this backstage segment. And the New Day, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston were speaking for all of the tag teams standing behind them. And were also speaking for all of us that were wondering what is going on with the men's tag team division on Monday Night Raw. Kofi and Xavier Woods tell Adam Pierce, we just saw what you did for the women's tag team division. What about us, the men? Don't forget about us. You guys are overlooking the men's division that's discrimination that's sexism we want equal rights pierce mentioned that next week there's going to be a tag team turmoil and nick aldis shows up because nick aldis and adam pierce they have a lot to discuss like why the hell are 10 of your women wrestlers from the blue brand over here invading our show or maybe they're going to talk about their match that they're going to be having at survivor series nick aldis versus adam pierce let's see it book a trip 
The Miz and Gunther have an in-ring face-to-face interaction, and The Miz is trying really hard to get a cheap pop and cut a babyface promo by mentioning the Macho Man, Mr. Perfect, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart. But the Intercontinental Champion is not impressed by this bozo, The Miz, because why would he be? The Miz just kept going on and on about respect, and and I'm just like, Miz, hurry up, get your little spiel over with, and let's hear what the champ has to say. And the wait was worth the wait. And Gunther responds, who I'm really facing on Saturday is Little Mike, the little weirdo who got bullied in high school, and when he joined the WWE, you got bullied by the people in WWE too. And the champ Gunther never tells a lie. 20 years later, and you still don't belong in this ring. You belong behind that barricade with the rest of the wrestling fans. And again, where's the lie? I'm having trouble finding the lie that Gunther is saying here because it's all true. And that's it, Miz. You're done. After that promo by Gunther, I wouldn't even show up at Survivor Series anymore. But unfortunately, The Miz does get the last laugh over Gunther and hits Gunther with a low blow and the school-crushing finality. And we're off to the races, The Miz versus Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship at Survivor Series. That's going to go down, and I still can't believe it. The Miz might actually have a shot here versus Gunther. Jay Uso and Seth Rollins, they're backstage, and Seth is giving Jay Uso a few words of encouragement before his main event match versus Drew McIntyre. And Jay Uso says, I got this, bruh. I got this. Yeah. Nakamura versus Chad Gable. Nakamura has been doing pretty good lately. He's been getting lots of wins. His overall record in 2023 in televised singles matches is 11 and 9. Shinsuke Nakamura has won his last five matches in a row, including defeating all three members of the Alpha Academy. But we get no video package from Shinsuke Nakamura tonight no cryptic messages and no promos on what a lot of people believe those video packages have been directed to CM Punk. Nakamura has been trolling the wrestling world because people were finding CM Punk references in every single one of these video packages. And I know it's a reach, but one can dream, right? One can hope that Nakamura is getting built up for the big CM Punk return, but I'm starting to lose all hope. So Nakamura has defeated Tozawa, Otis, and Chad Gable after this match. Nakamura has ran through the entire Alpha Academy faction. Nakamura got the surprise roll-up on Chad Gable and picked up another win on this Monday Night Raw. Ivar and Bronson Reed, they have some video packages cutting promos on each other because Ivar challenged the big badass Bronson Reed for a match next week on Monday Night Raw. Big beefy match full of slapping of the meat is going to take place next week. Sammy. Seth, Jay, Uso, and Cody. Cody says he picked up and we're in business, but who is he? Too many pronouns, pal. Tell me who it is. I demand to know and it better be CM Punk. And the main event, Jay Uso versus Drew McIntyre. The advantage match. Two men are going to start off the war games. Everyone else is going to be locked in in shark cages. This match will determine who gets the advantage, meaning if Jay Uso wins this match, the first person to be let out of the shark cage is going to be one of Jay Uso's partners. 
Cruz giving his team the two on one advantage and the three on two advantage. But Drew McIntyre, he's not in this match because he wants to get the advantage or because he wants to work with the Judgment Day or he doesn't really seem to care too much about this war games. All he cares about is getting his hands on that trifling SOB Jay Uso. And he just wants to beat up Jay Uso for everything he's done to poor old little Drew McIntyre. As much as I was enjoying this match, I could not wait for it to be over because I was dying to know who the fifth member of the Babyface War Games team was gonna be. I mean, I was so excited because my goofy ass actually thought for a second that it could actually be CM Punk. I mean, I absolutely thought it was gonna be CM Punk. I even had a dream about it the other night. I don't know why I'm telling everyone that, but it's true. I literally did. Sometimes I feel like all I ever think about is wrestling, even in my sleep. So I was so convinced that it was gonna be Punk. The universe was telling me it was going to be CM Punk. And I know for a fact I was not the only one that wanted to believe that. WWE knew they had something really good here. Something really good was going on and good things don't come fast. So let's make the people wait until the end. And we did. And I was waiting and waiting and waiting. And this match seemed like it was taking forever to end. We went through one commercial break, then another commercial break. And I was still waiting. And finally, Drew McIntyre hits a future shock DDT on Jay Uso, pins Jay Uso, giving the Judgment Day the advantage and the afterbirth, the Judgment Day brawl versus the babyface. Yes, the weekly Judgment Day brawl on Monday Night Raw finally took place because it's not Monday Night Raw without the brawl. And Cody Rhodes says, we are not alone. Someone that I have a legacy with and that got a huge pop because that can only mean one thing, the Apex Predator. And while everyone was cheering and throwing babies in the air, Jay Uso is standing there looking at Cody Rhodes like, oh shit. Because last time Randy Orton was on WWE, he was taken out by the bloodline. And oh Jay, you just can't catch a break. No one has forgotten all the shit that you have done in the past. And Randy Orton, he hasn't really ever been the type to just forgive and forget. Let bygones be bygones. Water under the bridge. Nope, not the apex predator. This is going to be interesting. And the Viper Randy Orton is the fifth man, not CM Punk. And let's just accept it now, folks. He's not coming. CM Punk ain't coming to the WWE. I'm just going to tell myself that now because when CM Punk doesn't show up, I'm not going to be as disappointed. So I'm going to start preparing myself mentally now that, that it's not happening. And I think we should all do the same. But what a great Monday Night Raw, I thought. They really milked us with this whole, who is the fifth guy? Who is it going to be? And it is uh, Randy Orton. I'm still really excited that it was Randy Orton, but I'm still really sad it wasn't Punk. But let me know what you guys think. Hit me up at Snug Wrestling. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk soon.